mighty fancy automobile. Oh, she's a real road king, all right. Zero to 60 in 7.5. She'll do a quarter of a mile, 13.40. 390 horsepower. 500 foot-pounds of torque. Whatever that is, performance and image, that's what it's all about. There's no such thing as a stupid question. This is Drive Radio. All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away. 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 56. Let's go back to Mark, who had a question on his van, a 2001-euro van that you can only fill, Mark. Well, we don't know how far. I guess that's really the question. We don't know how far it's being filled up, correct? That is correct. Okay. I've, I've, I've had it for three Phillips. I run it down to the, uh, you know, the reserve, fill it up, and I can only squeeze about 11 gallons into it. And it fills it up a uh, and the gauge moves to about three quarters, but if it holds twenty, that would be just a little over half. So, I'm confused. Well, yeah, um, <clears throat> I'm yeah. It sounds like it's in the gauge, or not the gauge, but the sender. But you almost have to check the gauge too before you do that. So you kind of got to ground. You got to find the and ground at the sender, to, and ma- watch your gauge and make sure it moves smoothly through and if it moves smoothly through then your gauge is fine but now you got to go to the sender before you pull the tank out and everything and then you then you would change your sender because that sounds like what it's going to it could be possibly be the sender yeah that's kind of what i had that inclination and the sender is probably going to come with the pump too you can get the whole unit and everything it's going to be fairly expensive but if you're in there doing that i would just go ahead and i don't know replace the pump with it just get the whole because they come with a whole unit, and it's a lot easier just to replace everything. Now, it, fair enough. That's kind of where I was going. But is there anything in the system, like an anti-roll or anything in there that might pressurize well, it? There, there's actually a, a baffle probably inside the tank, and that keeps it from sloshing back and forth. So, But you would hear if that thing was loose, sometimes you can hear them because they'll hear a thump when you go to hit the brakes or turn sideways or, you know, make a turn, hard left turn, hard right turn. You can hear the baffle move around, and it would change your gas tank. Your gas tank, you know, should stay steady. The The gauge should stay steady when you're making turns and doing abrupt stops or taking off fast or whatever. It does. Yeah. It does. Then probably you don't have anything else there wrong, but there's not like anything, I- anything else in the system that would change how much is in the tank pressure-wise and stuff. Right. It's not based off of pressure. Okay. It's based off of volume in the tank, you know, the yeah. level of the fluid. Okay. Can I ask one more question? Sure, sure, go right ahead. You bet. Once I get it up to highway speed, it sounds like, um, I can't remember the name of the effect when you have both of the windows of the driver and the yeah. passenger windows yep. open. Yeah, the reverb, that, that reverberation noise. that you can feel inside from, you know, different windows being open and so on. Exactly. It's a pressure, basically, a is what full, it is. With the van fully closed at highway speed, there's like a a roar almost underneath the car, like there's air coming and doing that kind of a sound underneath the van. Is it? There, there are 
uh, covers that go underneath, I guess. I mean, if if that wasn't sealed, would it take in that air and make that noise? Um, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. So you're, you're hearing that underneath the car is what you're trying to tell us. That's what it sounds like. It just sounds like, a, you know, once you get up going, it, there's like a, a rumble almost, like a wobbling rumble noise. It sounds air-related. Unless, you know, unless you have something loose like a a heat shield or something that's just vibrating a little bit or giving you that noise where when you start driving, sometimes, I don't know if you, if you ever see this, you're driving down the road and you see something hanging from someone else's car and they're probably yep. hearing that noise. It could be a, a, a cover. It could be the heat shield is loose. And, and as you drive, it just folds down because the air starts catching it. So you almost have to have, you know, you got to get underneath the car or lift it up and, you know, pull things down yep. and see if and they're loose. Stuff. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. We'll start there for okay. both of them. Thanks, guys. You're very You're welcome, Mark. Thanks so much. We appreciate you joining us. Uh, lines are open, by the way. What's your favorite tool around the house shop? Whatever it happens to be, 303-477-5600. That is our affordable interest mortgage call-in line. Roger in Denver, you're next. Yeah, John, when you're purchasing a used vehicle, certified or otherwise, three, four years old, when that model has all the options on it, shouldn't that uh, all those be operational when you buy it? And can you make sure that... They go by one by one and make sure they work before you sign the papers. Well, they don't have to make sure they work. You would want to make sure that they work. Does that make sense? Because they don't have to guarantee that they work, um, really. I mean, you should be the one making sure they work. Just try them, and if they don't work, then that I would change the price and what they're paying. I would tell them, well, I'm not going to pay you that. This doesn't work, and see if they can get it fixed. That's why... That's why taking it and having the, a used car inspection done to it, if they'll let you do that, take it to someone else and have it, a, you know, take it to one of our caller select shops and have them check it out, and then they'll tell you what's wrong with it, and then you can go back and say, hey, these things need to be fixed, or if I have to fix them, I'm willing to give you this much money. But on the other hand, uh, they should be able to, uh, to check those off when you're there. You know, a salesman or somebody else. Yeah. I wouldn't trust anybody else. Neither. You need. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're standing with them, if you're along you with them, you could. But I would still go through that in a regular, you know, inspection process. Yeah, I would. Genesis point. I would. I would check them myself, or else I would have a shop have it checked out for me. Because some of those things you can't make sure that they work. They, uh, you know, you don't know if a a compass is accurate, totally, um, you, unless you know. I don't know. There's a lot of things that you got to make sure work. Yes, everything should work. Things like the blind side and, uh, you know, yeah. all those things. There's so many things on there that you take a half a day to check them out. That's why I take it to a shop and ask them to check it all out. And then they can they can give you a list of everything. And, and you know, like we do that at Extreme. You, you bring it in, we check it all out, and if there's something that we missed, we fix it. make a list of it you take it back to the dealer and then deal yeah and then you can go back to the dealer and you now you have a um, something in front of you that you can work a deal with them a better deal than it was or maybe everything's right and everything's working then you can say okay well then i'm buying the right product and i'm getting the fair price or you can go back to them and say well i found out you need brakes my uh, 
my backup light doesn't work, my camera. Um, the heater, it needs this. And, and you can say, okay, if you guys want to fix this, I pay the price. If you don't want to fix it, then I want this much money taken off, and I'm going to go get it fixed myself. Fair enough. I got one other question. Yeah, sure. go ahead. I'm Oteo Vugampala, 140000 I'm getting a pulsation that uh, doesn't, it's not in the pedal. It's just a sensation you feel in the steering wheel on braking. And is there a possibility that the connections on the on the wheels, on the sensors, one of them may be engaged and one not, or is that a possibility it's not the system, the braking system, the ABS system? Well, is it only when braking that you feel it in the steering wheel? Uh, pardon me? Is it, when you feel this, is it only when you're braking? Yes, yeah, no turning, yeah. no acceleration. I, I would think the it's more... are in... not always, if they're not connected... Is that a possibility? It's the system that doesn't light up anything. There's no ABS light on. I don't think it's in the system. I think it's more like in the braking pedal, in the in the rotors. It probably could be warped. Um, have to check it out. But when you step on the brake pedal, you're activating the front brakes. So that's the first thing I would look at is the front brake rotors and see if they're warped a little bit. Because they'll still make the steering wheel shake back and forth. And you might not feel it in the pedal. Well, it's not like not like a pedal sensation yeah. right but you might not feel it in the pedal but you the, the steering wheel could shake it could be a tire out of balance too it's it's a couple of different things well, but it sounds more like in the brakes a, a bad tire that's causing maybe a, so if you go to the shop and say hey this is the problem if they say it's the rotors got to be trued and say, go ahead, if that doesn't take care of the problem, should you have to pay for the rotor job? Well, that's between them. They need to fix it. I mean, if you brought them in there and they said this is going to fix it and it doesn't, then I wouldn't have paid for it. Well, that's... A... Yeah. What you could do is, you know, ask them if you could take a ride with them to show them what it's doing. Is what I would do. So, so they know what they're looking for. And then, you know, if it doesn't fix it, I mean, when you jump in the car and you, they say, well, this is what we did and this fixed it, and you start driving it, and you feel that, just take it right back to them and say, hey, can you go for a ride with me again? It's still doing it. Fair enough. Yep. One quick question on the Chevrolet Equinox. They have the six-speed and the nine-speed transmissions. Which one is the, the more reliable one? Oh boy, I don't know. I don't know. I think the they're both pretty reliable. I don't know the difference in them. If it was a... Go ahead. I I I don't know. I don't I don't know Roger on that one. I'd have to just I'd have to look and see. I don't know. Yeah, because the people there don't know either. <laughs> Dealership. Don't yeah, I, I mean, I think again when we start talking about any used vehicle, period. Uh, when it comes to, you know, which is better, you know, transmission, engine, all those different things. Really, this comes down to, I've said it numerous times, and I'll keep saying it, really comes down to the vehicle, how well it's been maintained and cared for, and that pre-purchase inspection would tell you all of that. Because really, I mean, you could take what is known as the best vehicles on the market. I'll take Toyota Camry for an example. But if that thing hasn't been maintained, taken care of, if it's been road hard, put away wet one too many times, it's not going to be any better than one of the lower quality vehicles on the totem pole. It really comes down to who owned it and how it was taken care of. Right. That's understandable. Yeah. 
it, no matter what equipment's even on it. Yeah. Make sense? All right, guys. Okay. All right, Roger. Thanks. Thank I appreciate it very much. We'll be right back. Again, a question of the day. What is your favorite tool around the house? Again, we got snow coming uh, tonight as well into tomorrow. Make sure you're ready to go on that. We'll answer all those questions. Anything else you've got for us? Myself, Dennis Brewster. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Changes in your routine shouldn't stop you from achieving your health goals. John Rush recommends Dr. Julie Marchial of Ascent Health Center as your personal weight loss guide, giving you the confidence that you need to see real results. Dr. Julie wants to provide, enable, and assist you in developing your highest quality of life. As she coaches you through the HCG diet program, you will start to see significant weight loss without starving yourself. HCG is a hormone that uses non-essential fat for energy. The homeopathic-based HCG diet teaches your body to burn excess fat first, leaving behind only the fat that your body really needs. Call Ascent Health Center in Lowry or Inglewood now. Schedule a free consultation with Dr. Julie to check your BMI and resting calorie burn. Call 303-343-8800 or visit RushToReason.com to find Dr. Julie now. Get the support you need to achieve the goal that you've been dreaming about. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to the patented damping mechanism on our driveline belt tensioners to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa auto parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. Get your unique vehicle insured for what you know it's worth. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance gives you the coverage you expect, which means you have the money to replace your vehicle when something goes wrong. Here's a real story from a customer of Paul. A brand new custom vehicle in transport was not strapped on correctly. It fell off the transport vehicle and onto the highway through no fault of the owner. Because he had insured his vehicle with Paul Lewinberger, he filed a claim and replaced the vehicle, no questions asked. In fact, American National Insurance went to bat for him against the transport company to make sure he got the coverage he expected. With any other insurance, that story might have ended very differently. Make sure your unique vehicle is insured correctly so you get the coverage you expect. Call the personal insurance agent of John Rush, Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance at 303-662-0789. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com.
here we go. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. We do appreciate it very much. Favorite power tool and why? Again, 303-477-5600, 303-477-5600. That is, or 5600, I should say, that is our affordable interest mortgage call in line. So, something else I was going to throw at everybody today, which I think is... A good time? Yeah, good time now as ever. I... I don't understand why we're going this direction in certain things. Virginia legislature, again, this is not Colorado, but keep in mind, folks, what happens in other parts of the country could very easily happen here. Virginia legislature passes bill preventing cops from stopping cars with no headlights, brake lights, and so on. One of the leading indicators of a drunk driver at night is a car that is operating with no lights on. We all know that. Criminals who are chasing neighborhoods for or casing neighborhoods for burglaries, also like to cruise around with their lights off. Under a law passed by the General Assembly, police officers would no longer be able to use operating without lights as a probable cause to conduct a traffic stop. There are numerous other equipment violations that are included as well. Now, just to get everybody's thoughts on this, I mean, I personally don't like being pulled over for ticky-tack things, although I will tell you that in Colorado, rarely do I think you get pulled over for something ticky-tack Anyway, so I, I honestly don't think this is a big issue uh, when it comes to people being pulled over in Colorado. Um, this, again, folks, just so everybody knows, is basically coming from a whole police, what folks want to have as a revamp of police and so on. And I, for one, will tell you that if somebody's not doing something correctly, lights aren't on, which, by the way, I saw last night on the way home three different vehicles with the lights not on because these daylight running lights will light the road in front of you enough to where with all the street lights and so on, people think their lights are on. They don't They don't turn the lights on, and they're running around with no taillights, which, by the way, is extremely dangerous. dangerous. Yes. And why we would not pull someone over for that, I, I, again, this is Virginia. This isn't here. But, again, folks, what happens in other parts of the country can happen here. And, I, again, I don't get that. We'll come back talk more about that. Bill and Cheyenne, though, is up next. Bill, what's going on, sir? Uh, yes, I have a 2015 uh, Chevy uh, 1500 that has a 5.3-liter engine and automatic transmission, and I want to put a drain plug in the transmission. I don't. I mean, I could. I have. I'm having trouble to find a reasonably priced fan that already has. You know, a plug. You got any suggestions? Uh, with that, you know, you'd have to buy, of course, an aftermarket pan for that. And no, and, and to my knowledge, the majority of those are going to be. You know, some sort of finned aluminum, you know, probably going to be 150 bucks or so for one minimum, I'm guessing. Maybe as much as 300 Bill. I don't know. Yeah, they're more like 300 There you but, go. I mean, what about drilling a hole in it? Nope. Do you know? No, don't do that. No, nope, you'll never get it sealed. No. Okay. Yeah, because usually yeah, me... they have a nut on the other end of that or, you know, threaded. Uh, and they they seal it pretty good. If you do the other ones, you can't really seal it very good, and it won't hold very tight. No, and the other problem, folks, yeah, again, you, you're, you know, there are, now, again, so so let me ask you this. Let me back up. Where have you been finding these pans for the 300 bucks? You know, who, who are you looking at for that? I've looked all sorts of places. You know what I mean? Like you say, a lot of them are aluminum, and they're just, you know. And, and is, that, you know. Is, that, is that a 4L60? Is that what that's in that? I don't remember. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. 4L60E, yeah, is that what it shows it? Should I be. think it is, but, <clears throat> yeah. 
Okay. I don't have that on the top of my tongue, unfortunately. I think it's a 4L60E, which would be the transmission pan you'd want to look up. And again, I, I would have to do some searching to see if anybody's got an aluminum one that's that's the um, you know that's a replacement for that to see. But yeah, I, I wasn't far off in my 150 to 300. You're going to be in that range someplace, and you could be 300. Well, yeah. You're wanting to flush your transmission yourself? Is that what you're wanting to do, or clean it, or change it, or? Well, I want to be able to change it easier. Gotcha. You know, I, I'm, transmissions, I mean, I'm tired of taking them out and getting them rebuilt. Not, you know, I found a place that rebuilds them very economically, but they're a pain to take out time-wise and everything. Yeah, and, and just, again, you could do that. The extra capacity of the bigger pan and the aluminum and so on would help. You'd have to do that more often than if you were doing a complete flush every, you know, 30,000, 40,000 miles, Bill. You, you, you could get by doing that. The other thing that I would recommend against, because I just found one, there are chrome replacement pans that would work on that, that have a drain plug in them. They're around 80 bucks, but I would not go that way because typically the chrome pans don't stay sealed. They leak. Yeah, they do. They retain heat, they warp, and they leak. That's why I don't like chrome pans of yeah. any kind. Oil pans, yeah. transmission pans, etc. I don't like the I don't like the chrome. Because I'm, I'm wondering if there's something he could do up front by the cooler lines, you know, um, hooking up into the cooler lines or somehow or another and draining it that way, but... Well, yeah, I could pump it out, but I guess I guess I could. The problem is I don't quite understand when you're pumping it out. Are you? Are you? How do? You, I guess you could just. I think it has about three quarts in the pan or four. I can't remember. Uh, it probably has four or something. Uh, I guess you could just put it in a gallon jug, and when you got done with the gallon jug, just quick pump it. And also, yeah. I've thought about putting the tube down in and trying to pump it out, but. Uh, you know, what a, the idea would more or less be that, you know, every 30,000 miles I change it, and then every 60 I drop the pan and make sure the filter's clean. How how fine is the filter on that thing? Um, it's fairly fine. I mean, the, I mean but I, <clears throat> we don't usually, you know, anymore nowadays what they do is they don't even drop the pan. They just We just hook them up to a machine, and it sucks out the, the old stuff and puts in the new just as fast. So, yeah, well, I understand that, but that's not my style, unfortunately. I don't, uh, uh, I've fixed every vehicle I've ever owned except for lining it and rebuilding transmissions. And well, I don't have much interest in changing. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? I know, I know if I screw something up, I know it's screwed up. Whereas, you know, it's even like wheels, I take them to, discount tire and, and I put them on and I torque them right instead of them constantly being over torqued. I have right. a Honda where they've broken off two of the studs and believe me, on the front of yeah. them trying to change the yeah. studs is not a pleasant job. Right. Well, the only thing as I'm saying is, is if you put a if you put a pan on with the 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 you know, being drain able plug. to change a drain plug on there, you're only going to do four four quarts. You still have all the oil, the fluid in the in the torque converter still. So you're only doing a half well, of your stuff. Well, I understand that. I understand that. But when they talk about change, well, if you change it often enough, I think that'll suffice. You know, maybe not. But, uh, you know, uh, I've got cars that have 300,000 miles on them that have done that. That You know, the automatics are still working. Well, if, are you, do you tow with this truck or anything like that, Bill? How does that work? 
it tows occasionally, but nothing very heavy. Okay. You know, right. it's, it's an aluminum trailer, and, you know, it's light. Sure, sure. Well, um, then the way to go would be the... The tra- you know get a pan with a yeah I mean if you if you if you're really that concerned about it, I'd spend the three hundred by the good aluminum pan that you know would seal up if you wanted to ch- you know change that every year for example put four or five quarts in it every year feel free yeah, yeah. you're not gonna hurt anything doing that yeah okay well, it just makes it a lot easier I mean I guess I'm spoiled I have a Honda that has a drain thing and and that and yeah you won't find a new one that way some of the older ones did but you won't yeah. find a new one anymore like that. Yeah. There's no, no new really, vehicles no. made with a drain in the pan at all. And some of them you can't even, there's no way to fill Not them. Not even a dipstick anymore in a lot of yeah. them. Yeah. You have to use a computer. Yeah. 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 Well, the, the problem with this truck also is the exhaust pipes in the way. So taking the, the pan off is a real annoyance. Pain. Yep. You know, so, I, right. you know, that's the other reason. You know, if something's too big a bother, you put it off. Whereas it's better just to change the fluid than nothing. Right. Well, that's why I was wondering if you could take off one of the uh, cooler lines, find a way to do something yeah. with those, to maybe you could put a quick connect on it or something, and you can pop it loose and suck oil yeah, oh, yeah, up and know. drain oil in, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, or I guess, I mean, you could, I mean, if it takes four quarts, you could pump out four quarts and then, uh, and then fill it, right? Yeah. Correct. Yes, you could. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's going to kill the thing if it's dry for, you know, two seconds. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know no, if I'd okay, do that. Okay. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go that far. What, what I used to do, this is, for me, a long time ago, when before the, we had the transmission flush machines, I would take a coolant, I'd take off one of my lines at the, tra- at the radiator, and I would have one where it's coming the fluid's coming out of the transmission, and I'd have another pan that had clean fluid, and I would suck it up So on the other side. So you can put those two hoses in, and one would be dumping it out, and the other one would be sucking it in. That's another uh, option. Well, when it sucks, okay, I've got a question. When you suck it in, is it going into the torque converter first or into the pan? Torque converter. Oh, think, well, then that it? would be a good... No. Well, I'm, not, no. I'm not sure I'm following you. When it's sucking it in... When I, if we were taking well, the cooler lines. Oh, you're taking cooler lines off. It's going right into the internal part of the transmission itself, which probably is going to go to the torque converter first, then the pan last. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that would be a good way to do it then. Yeah. Uh, the, other, the other thing is on the Hondas I have in the past, when they didn't have an external filter, I put one on. Would you recommend putting one on this truck? No. I wouldn't okay. recommend it. Okay. You'd have to find a place to put it, and then, I don't know. Well, that's, that's easy enough to do. Yeah. I guess uh, it could be your own preference, but I don't, I don't know if I would do it. Well, you think it's too much resistance, or? Yeah, it's just another filter you'd have to change and stuff, and I don't know. Yeah, I don't but know I'd if rather give it too much it. restriction. Uh. Yeah. Okay. 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 Well, I'll uh, I'll scratch my head some more. But the idea of taking the line loose and taking it out and pumping it in sounds like a good idea. I'll talk to some shop and make sure it's or going straight into the torque converter. You know, instead of dumping it in the pan. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, it probably is. Well, yeah. I would just have make sure you uh, have enough fluid to go back into the trainee as you're doing this. The same amount. That's the same theory as a transmission flush. You know, they put so right, much transmission right. fluid in the transmission flush machine, and then they suck it out as the new stuff goes in. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing like uh, I have a Ford truck that has a drain and the torque converter. It's very nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah in the old days, that's how we did them. Yep, yeah. well, you're right. All right, Bill, I'm going to run. we got to take yeah, a break. Okay. We'll, be, we'll be back here in a moment. Alan in Westminster, hang tight. Steve in Colorado Springs also. We'll be right back, guys. Drive Radio KLZ 560. Rates are like a roller coaster lately. Are you concerned about the future and how to protect your home? Do you want to become mortgage safe? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With home values still at their highest level ever and rates at historic lows, now may be the best time to be prepared if the economy changes. Last time, many of our friends lost their home when it was unnecessary. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many of our clients have the ability to tap their equity should the economy change, all without having to borrow the money now. We can show you how to access your equity in these uncertain times to give you peace of mind and allow you to focus on what's important, your family. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage at 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. We are locally owned and operated since 2001. Our reputation of putting you first with straight answers and listening are unmatched in Colorado. Let us help you protect your home. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where it's all about you. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters, to the patented damping mechanism on our driveline belt tensioners, to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes... And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa auto parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. JC's 4x4 has been Denver's premier Land Rover independent service facility since 2005. With all of today's latest off-road technology, JC's British and 4x4 is a Land Rover specialty shop. Not only do they service, but they will also outfit and restore your vehicle. The dedicated staff and attention to detail make JC's British your one-stop shop for your Land Rover or 4x4 adventures. JC's British and 4x4 is committed to quality and excellence, whether taking your kids to school or hitting the back roads for adventure. No matter what road you own from the newest Discovery and Range Rover to an older Defender or Series truck, we can help you maintain, repair, or modify your vehicle. When you're tired of paying dealer prices and only given limited options, call JC's British and 4x4 to service and customize your Land Rover or 4x4. Call JC's British and 4x4 right now at 720-586-4756. That's 720-586-4756. Or go to jcbritish.com. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. 
A BG Performance Oil Change BG. comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage. And something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560, thanks for joining us today. We do appreciate it very much. Alan in Westminster, you're next. What's going on today, sir? Hey, John, just a comment. So I went to uh, to another state this last week. Actually flew, amazing, huh? Oh, wow. And, Good uh, for you. I know, I know, and still alive to tell, like, tell you about it. There you Anyways, go. Anyways, I rented a car while I was there, and uh, a guy in the neighborhood that I was staying with my sister-in-law, he comes running up to me, and he says, hey, you got no taillights. So that thing that you had said a little while ago about the driving mm -hmm. lights, I mean, you don't have a new car, and I think that's I think that's probably why I see so darn many people driving you, around you with got no it. tail light. You that got is, it. That is a nuts idea. I, I had no idea, so I don't know. So I, this is my public service announcement, basically saying if you're renting a car that's new, you may not have tail lights on if you don't flick that switch enough ways. You are exactly so, right. Well said. You're 100% yeah, correct. That was scary. What was really scary to me, I mean, one, discovering it, and the other one was when you said it. So now I'm realizing how many there probably are out there. There are that. a lot, and, and I think you're exactly right. There's folks that just don't think, you know, because of the daylight running lights, and, and you would think on a vehicle, you know, some of these I can tell, these are vehicles that, you know, people have been driving for a while. They're not rentals. You can usually tell the rentals with the fleet plate and so on. But, yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things this time of year, especially that, you know, we're getting dark earlier at night, uh, you know, earlier in the day, I should say. People just need to be aware of that. Yeah, because I always heard, you know, the driving lights, they all come on automatically. But, boy, there's a whole new animal going on now. So my question I got for you is I ended up buying a Honda not too long ago, a little bit older one, and it it wants 10 or it wants 020 oil. And I also got a motorhome that wants 520 motor oil. Okay. What's, you know, can I just, instead of having nope. two different kind of motor oil nope. hanging around, can I just? Nope. No, no, uh, no, no, no. Don't do nope, that. No, I already knew your question. Nope. What, what's? What says 520 is 520? What says 020 is 020? What says 530 is 530? What says 550 or 540 or 040? I mean, all of those are applicable to whatever engine it's required in. All right. Well, I try to follow those rules. You that need to. No, that, and, and, and by the way, great PSA for everybody else listening because, no, it, while it may seem, well, it's only five off. I mean, no big deal. I'll just use the 520. It is and a big deal. It is a big deal on a lot of, well, on all vehicles, it's a big deal. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, that was great. And by the way, great question because that's something that applies to a lot of other folks listening as well. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, John. No, you're very weekend. welcome, Alan. Thank you very much. And we a do good appreciate point about it. renting vehicles. You know, you got to make sure you know what the v things are doing. They don't do that anymore. They tell you your car's out there. Good luck. Pretty you know, much. you show up to especially the airport. now with COVID. Yeah. Oh, there you yeah. Go. There's yeah. your keys. Yeah. Or your keys are in the car. Just go pick. Go one. have it. Have at it. All right, Steve. Welcome. What's up, sir? Good afternoon, John. A couple quick questions. What's your favorite alloy wheel cleaner? And then, is there a replacement pad that creates less dust? I'm, some of the research tells me maybe ceramic pads would create less dust. And the last question is, I'm kind of guessing the way you're going to go on this, do you recommend any type of thread lubricant on lug nuts like you do with spark plugs? No. So we'll go, we'll go in reverse. Uh, no on the lubricant. Uh, I'm not a big fan of that whatsoever. Um, when it comes to brake pads, yes, there are certain pads that, that do not, um, 
emit as much yeah, dust. Yeah, they just don't have as much dust is what I'm trying to say. And, yeah. and typically some of the aftermarket pads have a tendency to not shed as much dust as some of the OEM pads because the OEM pads are typically, not always, but typically are a little softer material. And we can go into all the details of that, which I won't get into. But, yeah, typically the factory pads give a little more dust than some of the aftermarkets do. Not always, though. Right. Are they ceramics? Are the ceramics the better ones to buy for replacement when it comes down? Typically, well, yes. And it also depends what you're using the vehicle for. Is it a car? Is it a truck? It's an SUV and a few cars. Yeah. Gotcha. It just depends. If you're pulling something, you know, there's certain brake pads that hold up better than than others, and, and they will create a lot more dust, but they're better for just it. Just by the way, by the way, on the alloy wheel cleaner, I've tried uh, bleach white, the Armor All products. They do okay, but they still leave a lot of residue. Do you have anything better you want to suggest? Yeah, what I was going to say is go to the uh, – I, I buy a lot of stuff from Chemical Guys. I just like their stuff. They've got a great wheel cleaner uh, on their on their uh, website, and it's a spray-type, uh, you know, cleaner. Uh, you know, in a, in a real – just as a side note for a lot of folks listening that maybe don't know this, in a real pinch, actually 409 works well too. Cool. Got that. The reason I asked about the lug nuts, I had high school kids stop by with like a – Chrysler van, had a flat, and I was trying to help them change it. And I'm here to tell you that lug nut was so tight, we broke the lug nut off with feet trying to get the thing off of there. So it's probably not very well maintained. But anyway, I just thought it might be worthwhile for him at least to put some sort of lubrication like spark plug lubricant on those threads. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, because what happens yeah. is then dirt collects on that, and then when you go to take it off, the dirt's all on it. Yeah, about the only thing ever on wheels that I've ever, you know, personally used would be just, you know, just a tad of maybe some penetrating oil, something along those lines. I typically don't like putting any kind of lubricant, NICs, things like that. I mean, I just don't want lug nuts coming loose. Yeah, plus, though, when you put something on them, the dirt gets on it, and then it's hard to get the nut off. Exactly. And I know what you mean. A lot of them get all rusted up and nasty, but typically if you're changing and rotating wheels like you should and so on, it's usually not exactly, usually not a big issue. I'm trying to teach the girl drivers, just as a sidebar, that whenever they're having work done on wheels, tires, whatever, and they've got those things off of there, before you jump in that thing, just check to see those lug nuts are finger tight. Because if you have one of those things come off at highway speed, it's not going to be a happy ending. Well said. Oh, it isn't. You're exactly right. Well said. I try. (laughs) No, you're you're exactly right. No, well said. And, uh, no, appreciate it very much, Steve. Thanks so much for the phone call. Uh, John, let's get you in before we go to the, the next break. John in Denver, you're next. Uh, good morning, John. How are you? Doing well. Thanks for calling us, sir. Um, I'm good. Uh, I would like to buy a 3.2 Acura CL, but I understand the automatic transmission is the weak link in mm-hmm. those cars. Uh, mm-hmm. First question, is, is the transmission all right? You just need to change the fluid more often, or is it better off to, uh, to get a stick, or how common is a stick uh, of that era? Ooh, I, you know what? I don't know. And what year were you looking at, by the way? Uh, 2000, well, 2001 to 2005, any of those, they got that great body style. Yeah, and I, I don't know on, on that as far as, I, I'm not an, I'm not an accurate expert to know how many of those had a stick shift transmission, had a manual transmission. I don't know, to be honest with you. I'd have to go look, do some research and find out. I don't know. I'm uh, really enjoying your program today. I, always wondered how those uh, CVT transmissions work, and now I know, and learning a lot of uh, helpful stuff about oil and tires today. So uh, your program is uh, very good, very informative and entertaining. And, and, and by the way, I did just look, and from 
from 2000 to 2003, uh, the CL did have a manual transmission. I'm trying to see if it had one after that. I can't tell. And it looks like that. Did that car end in 2003? I was thinking it ended in 2005. I, I wouldn't swear to it. Wikipedia is saying 2000 to 2003 for the CL. Okay, well, then that's what it is. Um, so, in the end, they do show that it has a six-speed manual that you can get if you can find one. Okay. Which, by the way, would, if, I like a manual, period. If you could find one, that'd be the way to go yeah. if you can find one. A lot more fun to drive. Yeah, just like, yeah, I like them. So if you yeah. can find one, that'd be the way to do it. Well, yeah, you can manipulate the power better. And, yes. Uh, when the time on a hill yep. overcomes the problem with uh, starting from standstill. They didn't make very many of those cars, though, did they? It looks like only a couple of years. What, three years? Four years, maybe? I have... Well, four years. Yeah. 2000, 2003, four years. Yep. Still there? Well, got a great show, as usual. Thank you, John. Appreciate it very much. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon and weekend. Be safe tomorrow with the snow. we got one more segment. We'll come right back. Don't go anywhere. The Affordable Interest Mortgage call in line, 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa. Get the good stuff. You listen to Drive Radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly? And because you can't cut up a car into pieces, your family will be forced to sell it and just split the money. According to Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, it is estimated that two out of three people don't have a proper will in place. And oftentimes, things like your favorite classic car are accidentally forgotten completely. Michael understands that the only way to be absolutely certain that all of your final wishes will be honored is to take a small amount of time to talk about it. 720-394-6887. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to champ. Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day, the birth of a child, an oil change. Wait, what? Yes, an oil change can change your life if it comes with a peace of mind that if your engine, including the fuel system, fails, you're covered for life. The BG Performance Oil Change comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system. Find a shop near you at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. BG. John Rush personally uses Novus Auto Glass to maintain his fleet of company trucks. All of his trucks tend to be in the same place at the same time on Friday mornings. So every Friday morning without fail, John's local Novus guy comes by to check all of the windshields on his company fleet. That's at least 50 different windshields. On the spot, any new little chip or crack gets immediately repaired. 
Since John self-insures his glass repair and replacement, Novus offers him a discounted cash price. Even more importantly, John saves a lot of money in the long run by repairing those chips and cracks immediately instead of waiting to replace all of those windshields down the road. He'd much rather pay $40 or $50 per vehicle for regular repairs than pay hundreds or even thousands of dollars to replace each of those windshields. Take care of your company vehicles. Visit drive-radio.com slash Novus now and schedule regular maintenance for your fleet. Novus Autoglass, the inventors of windshield repair. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. We do appreciate it very much. Bill in Lakewood, you are next. What's going on, Bill? Okay, first I'll tell you the lubricant story. Sure. Had a 62 Ford. Well, well, my main car got stuck in Dinosaur National Park for the whole winter. It snowed before I could get it out. Anyway, so a friend had that lived along the Platte up by Greeley had a 62 Ford. It's just they used to, used to beat up along. Anyway, so I used to be big on WD-40. Well, I learned my lesson on that. So I, I sprayed down the lug nuts, whatever I was doing. I forget. Coming around the corner up in Greeley, on to 8th Avenue off of 4th, I think it was. And all of a sudden, the tire goes rolling down the road in front oh, of no. me. Oh, no. <laughs> well, who the hell is that? All of a sudden, <laughs> clunk. Well, it was mine. Here's yeah. yours. Yeah. <laughs> and not so good. I learned that WD-40. Anyway, that's what Yeah, said. not good. So you guys see anything on the new Bronco? I have not seen much on the new Bronco at all. I saw where Filson... Uh, was you know, which is one of the outdoor companies, was going to do a partnership and do some different advertising things with it, but I haven't seen anything else. I haven't seen just just brief little things online. That's about it. Yeah, I have not seen much at all at this point. Okay. All right. And so, 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 how far north have you guys been with the fire stuff, or you even gotten close to Boulder at all? Um. Personally, I haven't been too far north of the city. I've been over to the Grand Lake, you know, area and, and, and you know, over in that particular neck of the woods, but I haven't been up north towards Estes, Loveland, any of that at this point, no. I was in Estes a couple of weeks ago. Uh, not this week, but last week, the 12th, 13th, 14th, and it was fine. And then yep, and I then got out in time, evidently, and here we are. It just shows that a fire can run so fast. Well, I think it's just the natural progression of the earth. Taking care of itself. Well, we definitely have not done a very good job, Bill, lately of managing the forest itself and the undergrowth and everything that's there. Hey, so hey. you are you probably are correct in that. Well, somebody, I forget who, on someone else's show, they were saying they used to let people in to pick up the wood for, you know, yep. for right. wood at home. Fire, well, yeah, they used to let us. I, did I talked that. about that here. Yeah. So, yeah. You used to be able to go in and collect firewood. They, you pay for $15, you get right. three cords of wood. And, yep. You, and my wife do it, but they don't let you do it anymore. Not doing my that wife, anymore. My wife's parents used to do that all the time, you know. I mean, it sounds like a good time to start it back up. Uh, you know what? It would be an awesome time to start it back up. Sure would. Although right okay. now it might be too late in some of those areas. Yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah, hard to say. Bill, appreciate it very much. Always, always appreciate the phone call. Let's go to Kevin in Lakewood. Kevin, what's going on? Oh, not much. I was listening to you guys talk to the guy about wanting to put a drain plug in his oil pan. Right. Uh, the problem with changing oil pans is many times the filter is retained by the pan. That's very true. Good yeah. point. So well you, said. Uh, 
Yes. You, uh, you risk the chance of starving the pump for fluid because the filter falls off. Well, and that's if why if you're going to buy a replacement pan, you've really got it. That's where that $300 price and really getting one that has everything that you're talking about, Kevin, built into it is the way to go. Otherwise, don't don't mess with it. Yeah. The other side of trying to pump it out the cooler lines, unless you're changing it back, the cooler lines, are, right. in a lot of cases, are the are a good portion of the lube circuit. Right, especially some of these L four L eighties, I think, or six. You know, they the return goes into the back half of the transmission, and it's a special fitting into the case of the transmission. It goes in about three inches, and it plugs into the back half of the trans. Yeah. Right. You don't put the right fitting back there, or you just starve the whole back of the trans for oil, and it's going to be yep. junk in a matter of minutes. Well, that's, that's why correct. I told John when we got off the, you know, we were on a break. I was like, I hope I, you know, I, I feel bad that I told him all that stuff because if he doesn't do it right, it's going to be. Not well, good. that's it. You know, if he's worried about changing, and he needs to go to somebody that's going to exchange the whole the, the whole thing. You know, an yeah. exchange machine's at least going to be pumping it back in at the same rate it's coming out. Right. You that's that's, that's what you need to do, or, and that's what I was trying to explain to him that he had to do. But I don't know. But, Sometimes you know, old school, too much. You know, I understand yeah. the old school. All you want to change the yeah. fluids. Well, you either do it all, or you don't, or you don't do it at all. That's right. right. Uh, there's no kind of halfway anymore nope you're correct um, well said but anyway i haven't had a chance to listen to you guys too much of late but i was i was in the well, car i'm glad you did hear you. no appreciate that and, kevin uh, thank you but that's that is uh, a scary proposition sure is think about oh just pump it out because no i've been watching precision transmission on uh, youtube and they've they tear down all kinds of transmissions and talk about some of the weaknesses and the problems and you know describe the cooler circuits and all this other and where the lube's coming from problems to look out for yeah and yeah uh, you know they build <laughs> yep lots of transmissions yep and no you're right just, you, you pick up a lot of information that way that you know you don't change the people don't change the the, the o-ring or the seal on the pickup sometimes they'll pull them out and there's a couple of different seals stacked on the filter and it risks cracking the filter because it won't go in right or, or in far enough or the seal's too hard up in the case and it's not sealing on the pickup so mm -hmm. You're aerating the fluid mm -hmm. into the pump and yep. all kinds of problems. You're right. So, I mean, it's... Yep, you're right. You can't get away with some of the stuff you used to get away with. Sure can. Right, but he's stuck on doing that, and that's it's hard when someone's stuck on doing yeah, a certain I, way. I, I could get a flush machine and do it that way. But yeah. yeah. Kevin, I appreciate it. Thanks so much for your call. I do appreciate you listening as well. Let's get one more in here before the yeah, the show. The end. Before we end the show, I should say, John and Lakewood, you're next. John, are you there? Hello, John. There John we go. Now we Loveland? can hear you. How are you, John? I'm good. Hey, I just would like you to expand on the metric uh, toolkit that you recommended to carry in the trunk uh, last week. Yeah, let me see. It will take me a second to find that. Hold on. Because it's spelled kind of weird. Yeah, it is spelled weird. Hang on. Let me give me one second here. It'll take me a minute. I got to scroll through. I got it off Amazon. I'll be the first to tell you. So let me just scroll through a few things here and. And tell you, hold tight here. Uh, While you're doing know. that, I came up with a couple of items to add to the list, and that would be the chemical hand and foot warmers. Hmm. Agree. Okay, hold on here. Open it on. Good night. I bought that a while back. Hold on, I got to go back a ways. I didn't think I bought it that long ago, but I guess I did. Met tracks. Yeah, it? there you go. That's it. Yes. Did you find it? I almost did. I typed it, and it, Google changed everything on me. Uh, hold tight, and I apologize, folks. I should have this off the top of my head. It is 
It's called uh, uh, Met. Hang on, let me just pull it up here to be sure. It's Met M E T R I N C H. Met Rinch is the way to say that. Yeah. And they've got several okay. different kits and things you can buy. John, Amazon sells. You can buy it all over the internet. It just depends on what you want to do there. In fact, right Excellent. now on Prime, they're fifty bucks off. Excellent. Thank you, John. You're very welcome, John. Thank you very much. Sorry, it took me a minute to actually get to that. I will uh, update some of my listings here so that I can get to that a little bit. In fact, I'll just put that real quick into my notes so that I've got that. Uh, yeah, because whenever you try to future. look it up, it's hard. <clears throat> yeah, this makes it a lot easier that way. So. All right, folks, again, yeah, back real quick just to the transmission end of things. There's a lot of things on transmissions now that we need to be careful of. And, uh, again, that, and I should probably do this as a, a preface to each show. In a lot of the things that we give answers to, it's very specific to that particular caller, that particular vehicle, and that particular situation. Uh, rarely do we just make a blanket statement that, uh, you know, that applies to every single vehicle, every single person, and every single you know, situation. So we, we do our best to try to be unique in that and answer each individual question accordingly. But for a lot of you listening, just make sure that, that you understand that it's not, a, not necessarily a blanket statement that we're making across the board for every single thing. Now, when we talk about oil, for example, earlier, when we talked about viscosity being particular to a, an engine and that manufacturer and even that year, and if it says 520, it's 520. If it's 030, it's 030. If it's 1030, it's 1030. That is universal. That one does apply to everybody listening. It, it, is, it is what it is. But when we talk about, you know, drain intervals and, and servicing on certain transmissions and things like that, we are being very specific for that vehicle and that transmission in those cases. Because of the usage. It exactly. depends how they're using the vehicle. Yeah. Usage, transmission, vehicle, age, Altitude, all of that. Where's their location? Where right. they live? So we're not making blanket statements is what I'm trying to get at there. So, all right, let's do this. We'll get out of here. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Don't forget, folks, we've got snow coming in tonight and into tomorrow. So if you need to get those tires changed, if you need to get them on, you know, just get it done. Be safe. If you can't get it done, then just be safe on Monday morning. Get them done as quickly as possible. We will have more snow coming, as always, here in Colorado once this is done. And over with next week, by the way, we're going to talk about scary car movies. Just give you a preference to next oh, week's. Cool. To next week's. I'll bring a list. You know, there you go. Yeah, to next <laughs> week's uh, question of the day. So myself, Larry, Charlie, and Dennis signing off. Sportsman of Colorado is next, folks. Enjoy your weekend. I'll see you here Monday. Back again for Rush to Reason. Otherwise, enjoy your weekend. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.